G'day everyone and welcome uh, to Measure Twice, Cut Once. Uh, this is the uh, third episode in Season 2. And taking you through for the next half hour, it'll be my uh, myself, Dirk from Sumo's Projects, both on YouTube and Instagram and, and Facebook. And uh, my wingman here, the, uh, the guy who keeps our uh, operation balanced and steady, is the, my good friend Chris Zurek. G'day Chris. G'day mate, how you going? Going well, going well. Did you have a good break? Yeah, yeah, had a good break. Yeah. Had, had a good week off, yeah. Good, yeah, good. That's what I meant, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. um, Chris, mate, we, we have got a, a guest lined up today and... Um, no, no, not today. Not today? No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know about that, so... Okay, yeah, no, sorry, I, I, I forgot to tell you. You know what? If if I could fit in this dog hole, I'd jump straight into it. You know what? It's this. This is not the teamwork that I expected from from you, Dirk. Yeah. Well, I thought we were a team. Yeah. Professional outfit. Hang on. All right. Who's the guest? I'll put the over on. So I must be doing half right. Um, <laughs> look, we we have a very uh, very capable. You could call him very uh, a, a fellow who's got a, a great sense of humour. He's got a um, somewhat of an addiction to swapping his name of his uh, YouTube and. Uh, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Am I, am I nudging towards the? Uh, yeah, yeah, Giving yeah. you a bit of an insight there. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have the one and only Mark Dana from uh, Dana Made nowadays. Um, he's a he's quite a sensation on Instagram in is. in woodworking circles, um, and also he's just risen to uh, great heights very fast on YouTube as well. Uh, and yeah, just looking forward to having a chat with Mark today, mate. Yeah, so, I think so. You know, that's um, our first interview for this year. Yeah. Well, not this year, but this season. Well, we we wanted we wanted somebody else, but you buggered it all up. I, I did, I did. You know, like uh, yeah. But McCain's gone, so. McCain. Yeah, my walking stick. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, thanks everyone. No, <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> Are you looking at the camera or the monitor? Nah, looking at the camera again. Good, good. Yeah, don't look, look, don't there for look the first at the few minutes. You, I thought you did. <laughs> I thought you did. But anyway, all right. So um, we've got Mark Dana on a little yes. bit later on in the show. Yeah. Um, why don't we um, talk about what we did last week? Let's do that. So last week's show was a good one, wasn't it, Chris? Uh, talking about. Uh, what sort of activities we engage in uh, after we retire from the uh, workforce and, you know... From full-time work. Full-time work and, you know, given that we have more time on our hands and... Uh, we, it, was, it was a really enjoyable discussion, I thought. I think so. Yeah, I, I, um, we covered a, a few uh, topics on that. You yeah. Know, like, uh, we, would you take your uh, hobby to the next level, maybe? Yes. Um, or would you scale it all back and just start travelling around the country or... Mm. You know, stuff like that. Um, personally, I know what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I uh, won't be moving far from here. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a fact. But, um, yeah, I, I think it was a pretty good topic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, it, it's sort of, it, it's it's always uh, thought-provoking uh, when you when you look ahead, you know, not that you want to uh, wish your life away or anything like that, but, you know, you, you, when you get to that stage, I think it's good to have a plan. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have just become dormant and uh, retired from the workforce and then go, yeah, what now? I could be doing something, but what is it? You know, mm. so uh, advantageous to be 
doing our hobbies, whether, whether it's metal craft, wood craft, nowadays because you know it's just going to leapfrog when you, you know, pull the pin and uh, decide to... I think, uh, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the, the show, uh, the first thing I'm going to do when I retire is spend an entire day in bed. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Just not get out of bed, not answer the phone. Yeah. Just sleep an entire day away. No, no, no. You're going to be planning in your future. You'll be laying there pretending to sleep, but... So you don't think I'm going to spend all day in bed? No, you probably will. Yeah. I'll call you, wake you up. Because <laughs> that's what friends are for. Yeah, yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. How you going, Chris? First day off, eh? Who is this? Get off my lawn. Yeah, you should have put on <laughs> airplane, mate. <laughs> no, no, that's all good, mate. It's uh, yeah, food for thought. It is. I don't think, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think about it all the time because at my time of the uh, of my life, I'm obviously getting closer to it. Mm. So I think about it more and more. Yeah. So, but anyway, if, yeah. you, if you want to know what we spoke about, check out last week's episode. Check it, check it out. Mm. Good stuff. Uh, what now? I oh, know. Maybe we'll get someone on the blower and have a bit of a yak. Who? Oh, you said it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not Fred Flintstone, Chris. It's... Wouldn't that be a good show? Oh, it would be, eh? <laughs> yeah, Wilma! <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's... Uh, hook into it. Let's hook into it. Let's go get him. Let's go get him. All right. So, Chris, uh, we've got a very special guest lined up. and. I don't know his name anymore, but he, he, I think it's Mark, it's Dana, it's Pallet Man. Um, no, it's it's a good friend. Uh, he's a he's a entertaining chap, to say the least. I, I heard he changes his name more than he changes his jocks. He is. It's, it's, it's a drama in itself, you know, but oh, okay. um, we get a lot of stickers from this man because of the We do, because changes. of the name changes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's worked out well in our favour. But uh, <laughs> So without further ado, mate, let's uh, introduce to the show... Um, Mark Dana from now Dana Maid. How are you, Mark? Yeah, hey, fellas. Um, how you going? I'm actually going to change it to Mark Dana Tax Evader. So Ooh. stay tuned for that sticker. Good, good, good. <laughs> if I wait long enough, I'll be able to wallpaper a whole wall with your stickers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Mark, time, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. It, look, mate, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure to have a, a guest on the show and... Um, this is our second season, so you're our first guest. So um, thank you for giving us the time for that. Basically, what we like to ascertain initially is just to find out a little bit about your background and how that relates into the environment of making that you are now part of. So if you want to give us a bit of a history of uh, where you started out. How you got into it. Yeah, basically, and go from there, mate. Yeah, no worries. Um so I didn't know this because I got tagged just the other day about what was your first post. So it took me a good hour to scroll back and find that. But it was about 2017, mid-2017. Um, I just decided to start doing my doing some stuff in the shed. Just wanted to have a play around with some wood. And that was actually sparked by my brother. He was making pallet furniture, um, pumping out all sorts of stuff in a short amount of time and... I could see how much enjoyment it was it was giving and what it was doing for him and his well-being and all that sort of good stuff. So um, I, I'm a shift worker, so I have a, a fair bit of spare time. Now that the kid's a bit older, um, I've got sort of school hours, so I thought oh, I'm going to 
go and do something out in the backyard. And I just started pulling a few pallets apart, sanding them back, planing them off and sort of seeing what was revealed. So I thought I'll just start by making a workbench just to see if I like it, see basically if I can make something. Because um, other than high school, I've not touched woodwork basically since then. So, um, but yeah, pretty much straight away cleaning the timber off and I actually glued a few pieces together to make a, a decent chunk of wood and planed off the edges. And so pretty much from day one, I, I sort of fell in love with that pallet wood the, the different colors laminated together. So I, that, and, and again, that was pretty much my first post that I did put up the other day. It was something I made and you can see that the, the colors in the palette would, was, was pretty cool. And that's pretty much how it got underway. So, uh, I made one thing I thought, well, I could probably make another one of these and maybe try and sell it. So, and, and see what happens. So I, that's what I did. I made, Made something similar. I put it on Facebook Marketplace. Way too cheap, and I got like sixteen or seventeen messages. So I thought, oh Jesus! So it's obviously too cheap. But from that, a heap of people they wanted the same. It was a hallway table. Um, a heap of people wanted to buy one as well. So I basically made a heap more. So out of that, I made another four or five hallway tables, very similar, sort of a rustic palette, all that sort of good stuff. And that's pretty much how it got underway so uh and then became fully addicted you know as we all do it's um, it's right. easy to get addicted to it yeah for sure easy to look um just by watching your videos i reckon you're a natural at it you you, you make it look easy uh the stuff you come up with is mind-blowing i mean I, I love um like the what do you call them those river tables that go over the side is that oh yeah waterfall? like your waterfall or overflow yeah yeah, yeah 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 i reckon they look fantastic and um I uh, I work at uh, Vizzy and um, and I can get pallets by the ton if uh, if I wanted to. So I'm really going to give uh, one of those uh, what waterfall tables that we call them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Waterfall tables. I'm going to give one of those a go. I reckon they'll uh, turn out really nice. Um, but uh, yeah, you, I reckon you're a natural at it. All you got to do is just stop changing the name of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks, mate. I mean, I mean, Instagram, Instagram sort of makes it look that way as well. Like, in in that, there was so much trial and error and making mistakes all over the place, as you're pretty much teaching yourself. And I, I pretty much gain all my knowledge just from watching other people and then thinking, can I have a crack at that? And and then I do, I have a go. But like those waterfall features, they probably in the early days they gave me more grief than than anything. Like you would. You would think it would be as simple as set your miter saw to 45 degrees, put them together, and boom, it's going to be perfectly square. So, um, as you know, my little check square slogan I've got going on, that, that was born basically out of mostly those waterfall features because by, on some of them, I could cut them five or six times and have to set angles that weren't 45 degrees to finally get that thing to 90. So I still haven't actually worked out the best way to do it but um now i can get it there without as much grief but i tell you um yeah instagram is all smoke and mirrors to be honest <laughs> okay um just just quickly uh, did you want to ask anything before i no no i just wanted to mention mark you, that's you become a trendsetter in that uh part of things where everyone else is doing youtube videos in australia's check and square or pretending to so 
Yeah, good on you for that, mate. Oh, yeah, mate, just giving us, giving us one extra job to do. <laughs> yeah, like I'm watching when I watch, especially all the Aussie guys, um, watching them throw a little check square in there. I, I do have a laugh every time that it's oh, yeah, it's sort of got a little. Oh mate, the fact that it got a little bit of momentum, um, uh, that says a lot. But it also says a lot about the blokes that I follow on YouTube as well, because I was I, I was obviously pretty late to the YouTube game, and um, I was welcomed with open arms uh, by all those people that I'm, I'm talking about, and they're the ones that throw it in the videos and I do get a kick out of it and I, I appreciate it. So thank you very much. I, I think you'll find, yeah, no, I, I think you'll find that YouTube, um, especially amongst the Aussie guys, we're, we're um, a pretty tight knit community. You know, we all uh, look out for one another and have a bit of a laugh and a joke as well. Leave, you know, funny comments on our videos. Have oh, you ever, yeah, ever had any sure. of those? I've, I've had plenty. <laughs> I get plenty of funny comments. Uh, um, I often wonder if people not from Australia reading along um, probably think what we're actually on about sometimes. Um, well, what we're I, on. <laughs> actually, just, just the other day, I had, I had a message pop up and I could only see the preview. And it, it basically was having a go at me asking, how can you call someone a bastard when you don't? And I couldn't read the rest. So, And so YouTube had blocked the comment, deleted it. And I don't know where it went. But I sort of know what they were talking about, but it's it's nothing for us to call each other that. No one's um, no one gets offended. So. No, not, not here in Australia. No way. <laughs> Everyone's a flaming mongrel. Yeah, we're all flaming mongrels. <laughs> hey, um, Mark, I just want to delve in and, and congratulate you uh, on a few key aspects that I've noticed since you took on YouTube and. Your Instagram success. I think you're up to about thirty-five to forty thousand followers now on Instagram. But one of the things that I like is your work ethos. And as you said, uh, your spare time is dedicated to you know making content. And the thing I really, really admire is that you help share other people's content as well. Now, um, how how did how did that come about? That you wanted to you know be a good uh, representation for the community who you're amongst how, how do you you know go about setting the parameters for that um that's a good question and i think where it started was yeah you're right i had i had a lot of success with instagram and and had it quite quickly um and i figured out what people wanted to see and i guess they were a lot like me in the early days just learning and watching and wanting to have a go at things. So that's what I started doing, showing people how I do it. And that's what gained that massive following in a short amount of time. Um, so what, one of the things that happened is you, you get to 10,000 followers and you get that swipe up action, which it's not, it's not unlocked for anyone up until then. Um, so in my mind, I thought of, I've had a very lucky run to get here I'm going to share the shit out of that swipe up with as many people as I can. So it, it only takes me a couple of seconds. I'll watch your video. I'll watch something about you, chuck it in a story, swipe it up. Now, I don't know if that has a great impact on anyone else, but uh, whenever I do it, people say good day, say thanks. And, and to me, that's pretty cool. So um, mm. I'm more than happy to drag a, a, as many people along um, and help, Use, use my numbers to help 
their side of the house grow. So um, I'm pretty fortunate. I've got a full-time job. I have, uh, I get to do that and get my off time. Uh, I work through COVID and all that sort of stuff, but I didn't, I didn't have any of that stress in my life um, where I know a lot of people did. So getting a little bump here and there and getting a shout out, that does mean a lot to people. And it gives me a lot. So that's why, that's basically why I do it and why I'm going to keep doing it. And that's that's why I mentioned before, you know, like the, the community aspect of uh, the YouTube and just amongst the Aussies. You, you're doing a top job. You're a top bloke. But um, you've, you've touched on it a little bit now. What, what do you do for a job, if, uh, if you want to share that? Uh, yep. Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually at work now. So that's why I'm just picked a nice black background. So. So I don't get in trouble, but um, I, I actually work on a, a rescue helicopter. Um, so I'm a I'm an air crew, air crewman. So I basically sit in the front with the pilot and help him out. And then if it's a cool job, like a winch rescue uh, or something similar, I, I'll climb in the back of the helicopter and I'm, I'm actually the bloke that'll send the, the medical team and the other crewmen up and down the wire, um, whether that's into the ocean, into a cliff face or uh or whatever the job happens to be so uh it is a cool job and i'm again it's it was a long road to get to this end state for me where where i work now and this is pretty much where i'll be until the end with any luck so that's it we were under the impression you're in a helicopter to find the best fishing places so you could just you know (laughs) bang snapper whatever you catch up there marlon (laughs) (laughs) have you have you ever have you ever used the helicopter to look for pallets? Uh, no, I've I've not <laughs> ever done it. <laughs> no, actually, when I when I drive to work again, and this is this is how I do come across so many good pallets. Is um, there's one or two Bunnings that I can drive by on the way to work, plus some industrial estates. Um, so I've just got a. a a good selection of places where I can actually stop by. Um, but saying that, uh, one of our flights, when we fly from Townsville down to Mackay, uh, just as you approach into the hospital there, there's a big industrial park. And I've literally flown over um, a pallet graveyard, which is this massive uh, mountain of pallets, just all bulldozed into a massive pile. So um, just so people know, when you say, well, Using pallets, you're actually not helping the environment because pallets are reusable. Thousands of th- these things are basically being scrapped every day. So if if your pallet's put out the pasture, especially at the back of Bunnings, feel free to use it. Check it out. Make sure it's an appropriate pallet to use. But building something out of it, you're actually doing something better than them ending up in the dump. So that's my, that's my thoughts on pallets. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, where, where you get your pallets from? Have you sort of built a relationship with the um, the places that you get them from? Like, do they go, look, here comes Mark again, make sure we've got you know, half a dozen pallets out for him? Or uh, Not not really, no, because 90% of my pallets are from the two Bunnings. So I'm just some random bloke that turns up like everyone else, has a quick look through the pile, takes one or doesn't take any. So I don't have any specific businesses where I've, gone and knocked on the door um so i've, I've only taken from places where they're obviously uh, being discarded so but that is the best thing to do depending on where you are 
is actually approach the companies and just let them know what you're doing so you don't look like a thief basically stealing stuff from out the back yeah. <laughs> too late for me <laughs> um mark I, i've noticed you're you've made massive improvements in the techniques you use to make your furniture and I applaud you for that because I think it's a natural progression for all of us to try to, you know, try and make our projects a little bit more presented in the way, especially on YouTube, that, you know, it looks like, all right, my skill set's improved from one stage to the next. Um, and, you know, you, you do that in a, in, a, in a nice way too, your delivery stride, you know, especially across the floor, all this stuff. But, you know... <laughs> No, it's, um, are you happy with where you're at now as far as compared to when you first started, perhaps maybe two years ago, three years ago? Oh, for sure. I mean, part of the addiction of this woodwork for me is the is all the skills I'm actually learning and uh, and the things that I'm achieving with, with my builds. So uh, pretty much now that I'm focusing a lot more on YouTube, I, I want to be able to show people something new not, not just build another piece of furniture in the same way um but what that also gives me is it makes me learn learn something new and uh, figure it out um and then put it into practice so and i think again that's that's working for me as well but at the end of the day gaining the skills is is what i'm really after so um i just have this real thirst to try and learn it all as quick as i can and um because it's, I guess it's just it's so enjoyable and rewarding uh, once you do figure it out. Oh, for sure. And uh, look, like I said before, you're, you you look like an absolute natural at it. But uh, now, just uh, quickly, your workspace, your your, um, your workshop. Yep. Um, how big is it? Can, can you hear that phone? I can. Is that, that you? I've got to go. You got to go. All right. Um, yeah, well, yeah. just quickly, do you want a bigger workshop? Yes or no? uh maybe an extra meter but i've got a pretty good space and i don't know i guess we can maybe chat more this afternoon and you, you can stitch you've it got together. to go i can see yeah, i, yeah, I yeah. can see you got to go no worries mate uh, we've got more than enough time here so um we yeah. might even catch up again another time too easy i'll be gone for hey, about two or three two or three hours no worries no worries at all. Thanks, mate. Happy's law. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Two hours later. Okay, Mark. So you're back now from your little jaunt. Um, the last thing we spoke about was uh, your workshop. And um, are you happy with your workshop? Do you want something bigger? Um, what do you What do you think on that? Um, I mean, space is always nice if you can get it. So I've got a four by five meter garage shed in the backyard um i i recently basically changed the whole place around removed everything that was no longer woodworking like shelving and other storage it was taking up all space so i've turned that space into a pretty good workable area for myself which i'm very happy with um i guess the, the main if i in hindsight if i had an extra meter length um just for doing big stuff so you've got decent in feed and out feed but I think how it is now is how it's going to be while we're at this house and, and who knows how long that's going to be. So hopefully years, I suppose. So um, I think it's just a matter of finding, using what you've got to the to the best you can. So 
Um, I've, I've even had interest in, in the future working out of a shipping container, so which is slightly oh, yeah. longer, but slightly skinnier and just trying to figure all that have out. You got so. the, have, you, have you got the room for it? I know it wouldn't be this, this particular property and I'm, I'm really am talking years down the track. So rather than paying for a big garage, which is um, a, a large expense, like we've always had a garage shed for storage and the like, but say you, you moved home and you wanted to build another shed, you, you're talking ten to $15,000. Um, At least. So in, in my brain, it's like, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of tables they've got to sell again. Um, so, you know, throwing a shipping container and going through, that would be sort of fun as well. But I don't know, potentially, yeah. I don't know, just a thought anyway. So, Good thought. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, Mark, so, some of your um, popular videos, or you've had quite a few now, um, I always look at the backdrop, your, your thumbnail, and, you know, you, you put what you made up uh, into the background of your swimming pool, which I find it's it's like a therapeutical initial view and then you go into watching your videos did you uh tactically think that out or was that something that just uh you thought oh, i'll put it there and take a photo and you know see how it goes um i think that stemmed from instagram early on uh, what i found was um when you actually look at your profile as a whole it was just very drab and it was just all wood 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 colors um, so just throwing a picture by the, the pool, um, it sort of brightened up your profile and when people visit, I, it sort of, it just looked a bit nicer to me. So I just started throwing those in when the project was done. Um, and it's, it is just, it is an eye catching color as well. So that's the, the other reason. So if you're trying to grab people's attention or just stop them scrolling for a half a second, if a bit of pool water does that, then it's done its job. Well, it works. How many, how many subscribers <laughs> you got? Sorry? How many subscribers have you got now? Uh, on YouTube, I'm about to tick over 12,000. Wow. So whatever you're doing, you're doing right. Well, I, let's again. Uh, sorry, go. Yeah, go on. No, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, again, like Instagram, I, I think there's a fair bit of luck involved. Um, so my, I, when did I kick it off? A bit over a year ago. And then it was just ticking along as most people does. And then COVID hit. And I, I think I had one video that just started getting a bit of attention. So that, that brought in a heap of viewers and subscribers, which I then started watching all my other stuff. So... It got a bit of a run during that period. So that's where it had its main sort of um, steep incline. Um, and then it's sort of gone from there, which was which is pretty fortunate for me. Oh, okay. I, I, and Mark, I think there's something in the water up in Townsville because you have you have quite a few uh, makers up there uh, who are on YouTube. But And one, this is not a YouTuber, but a guy on Instagram who blows me away and nearly brings me to tears on his uh, skill set is a is a Del Bassett Bassett Del ba Del Del Bassett Timbers. Yeah, mate. yeah. He's what what a phenomenal guy to be able to uh, just to be around and see how he goes about his uh, you know his making. It's amazing, isn't it? Oh, it is. And I met Dale at the markets the first time. So uh, a while back, I asked my parents to bring back just a piece of timber from 
Kangaroo Island where my, my grandparents spent their life down there. Um, just something that I could one day make something out of a piece of wood from where they were from. Uh, so it was just a small lump of, um, of gum. Can't even remember what type. Anyway, I, I saw Dale at the Marcus, saw he was a wood turner and just wondered, I wonder if I could just get him to make something because he's, he's pretty awesome. And, um, I thought my grandmother would really love that if he was a part of it. So uh, initially I, I was actually a bit scared to go and say good day because and tell him who I was. Um, so my wife actually went up <laughs> and hit him up. <laughs> so, but he got in contact via Instagram and gave him the piece of wood and he made, uh, he made me a couple of his goblets. So the, the stem was turned out of um, the gum and then he actually puts a wine glass, sorry, not goblets, a wine glass in the top. And they are, they are just amazing. And I, I gave those to my mum. And since then, we've just, we've become good mates. Um, he actually lives two minutes from work. So some days I just actually think over, say day, and just so I can smell the sawdust and see what he's up to. Yeah. So uh, he's a talent. He's a, he's a raw talent. I, um, when I saw um, your video on him uh, not that long ago, I was absolutely blown away, you know, um, to be in that position and to be able to produce the work that he produces is amazing, absolutely amazing. Oh, it is. And um, I would hope, I'm hopeful that we'll do some more stuff together um, just to show people how he works and how he gets it done. Um, I think he should have his own YouTube channel. Like, and um, He could definitely have a channel that is, is purely teaching. Like the, the knowledge that he has is amazing. Like I, I go there with a piece of timber to find out what it is. And I leave dumber because he, he'll rattle off a whole bunch of new teams I've never even heard of. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, Mark, that's one of the reasons we once again applaud what you do because you drag the community up. And, you know, that's we would not have known about Dave and, you know, a lot of other people. So spreading the, the message of, uh, you know, what's who's out there and making things that are interesting or you know related or unrelated to what we do is uh opens our eyes to any you know if we prospectively want to learn a new skill it can be triggered from that just by you know your little bit of promoting of uh, another artist if you want to call on that um so no, yeah, we appreciate that you do that oh sure you're an exceptional bloke mark you're an exceptional <laughs> bloke <laughs> uh, thanks very much but yeah again no that's people people did that for me in the start like um ash threw me on his monday meetup and he introduced he introduced me to australia and um that was pretty cool as well and that's how that's how i met a lot of you blokes as, as well so um it, what is hard with instagram is actually finding people so um sometimes yeah. i rely on them to actually throw a little aussie flag emoji up just to say hang on i'll i'll check his profile out um I got a funny story about uh, a bloke. He was following me on YouTube. His name's Mario, and that was during the time I had a, a big peak and a, a lot of people from uh, from Europe, Italy especially. And anyway, Mario would always comment on um, on my videos and always talk back to him. And then there was one day Vic down under woodworks. He chucked a post up about the Woodfather. <laughs> and then oh yeah, <laughs> Mario yeah. <laughs> And then I pieced it together who Mario was. 
And I had been own up and said, sorry, mate, I had no idea who you were on Instagram. <laughs> and I thought he was some nice Italian fellow. Well, but again, he, he, barrack, he, he barracks for Carlton, mate, so he's not that nice. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> See, Aussie rules football, I don't, you blokes are very emotional about that, I can tell. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Mario actually lives around the corner from here, so uh, we can call him around if you want to get him to ask you a few questions. <laughs> uh, no, he's a good bloke. He's, we have a bit of a dig each other and a bit of a laugh on um, YouTube and Instagram. Now it's great. As, as we all do. Um, look, one last question. We'll let you go. One last question. Um, with all your tools that you've got, um, are there any tools that you want? Um, uh, there's probably tons that I want, but what do I, what do I need, or what do I, what should I get next? I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, probably just something simple like a disc sander, which I'll probably make. I've got a, I've got an old lathe. Um, so like Vic just did, he made his own. I'd, I'd like to do that as well, rather than lay down the cash. Um, all, all through last year, my aim was to actually save up or make a drum sander for when I was working towards making all those longboards. But in the end, I just used my belt sander and hand sanded everything. And so maybe the focus has changed on that. So I think a, a little disc sander might help me tidy up a few things. So that's probably where I'll go. Um, I, I was also keen to upgrade to a cabinet saw, but after building in my current table saw, sorry, hang on a second, building it and making it much more usable, I probably don't need to do that for a while yet either. So, Well, um, I, I can tell you I've, I've got the same table saw as well. Um, uh, I've got the two table saws. I've got the one that in my workshop and I've got the, uh, the DeWalt that I take if I go out on a job. And I reckon that's such a great little saw. I think that'll last you quite some time. Oh, so do I. It's as it's as tough as nothing. I have beaten the life out of that. Um, I think my main concern is that it's actually quite loud. So it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it certainly hasn't. It's certainly handled everything I've thrown at it. But just maybe having that big cast iron plate and a little bit quieter that might be something to look forward to in the future. You'll get there. You'll get there. Before you know it, you'll have a million subscribers and you'll be able to afford one. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. It'll be uh what will he change his name then to? Yeah. Deresta Design. Yeah. <laughs> Deresta uh, Design, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark, look, um, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, we won't keep you any longer because uh looks like the choppers, uh, you're standing next to the chopper, you're gonna go somewhere. Look for some more pallets, I guess. And um <laughs> I, I hope you hope you enjoyed the the discussion, and um, we'll probably catch up with you again in the future. Uh, definitely, um, I've really enjoyed that you've found me on the show, uh, and really happy you'd like to back on. Um, I do. I'm a creature of habit, so having that <laughs> weekly podcast is always nice. So it feels like you've been gone for ages, to be honest. So welcome we back, have, and yeah. looking forward to the new season. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thanks, no. mate. That's yeah. good. That's good. And, uh, yep, we'll have you back on and we can chew the fat, as they say, or, you know, just have a yak again. Too easy. Too easy. Chew the pallet. Chew the pallet next chew time. Chew the man. pallet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mark. Have a good day, mate. No good on you. Catch you later.
So Chris, another excellent guest to have. Uh, we're very lucky with the people that we've had on the show. They've all been very good communicators and, uh, you know, left their mark on Measure Twice Cut Once. So Yeah, and it was just a bit funny that he had to leave there yeah. really quickly. How, how dare he? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who's more important? I know. Saving some poor woman from drowning or us? Yeah, well, priorities, priorities, mate. I know, That's I how know. it works. We'll yeah. have to have a chat to him about that later on. <laughs> Just kidding. Look, guys, um, if, you're, if you're wanting to subscribe to our YouTube channel and as well as perhaps uh, pick us up on an audio podcast, we'd appreciate that. Chris, and we, we want to make mention of our, our partner in this uh, wonderful uh, thing we're doing here. That's uh, Nathan at Hamaru, who, mm. who came aboard last year and donated $200 prize to uh, some prize, yeah. yep, lucky recipient. Yes. And, um, we, we, we admire that. Uh, it's not a sponsorship. It is basically just uh, partnering up with us and... The camera. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and, and something that we can keep in touch, like, you know, and uh, he, he will maybe get some customers out of us and, you know, and come time where we have a giveaway, who knows? Fingers crossed. But mm. if anyone else out there wants to become a partner of the show, um, we'd appreciate that as well, mate. Yes, we would. And we'll give you uh, an honorary mention on the show. So, yes. pretty easy. So, um, Hoss, what have we got coming on next week? What are we talking about next week? Well, um, well, I, I thought that we might uh, touch on the subject of materials. Yeah, yeah. Because you seem to think that... Fabric um, or...? <laughs> I saw what you did there. Um, you seem to think that timber is becoming a little bit scarce. It's been coming, becoming harder to source. Is that what you're saying? Look, I've heard on the grapevine that, um, yeah, due to you know the, the COVID period and um, the the lesser production of uh, construction grade timbers, uh, they, they'll you know the price will go up and the, because of a, a shortage of uh, supply and you know the demand is there. So as that economic uh, the economics always win in favour of prices going up, and you know, so it's uh, probably a time where we all look at adapting to perhaps, you know, getting some pallet wood. And I was just going to say, I think pallet mm. wood become more and more um, uh, scarce. If if people are going to, if anyone like Mark Dane has anything to go by, um, yeah. I think people will start hoarding pallets. Yeah. If it's going to be harder to come by, so. Hopefully it's not that dramatic, but, no. you know, like... That's a worst-case scenario. Yeah, and, you know, like with uh, commercial harvest and logging, that, that sort of thing is mm. on the decline. So, you know, where do we go in the future as far as uh, materials and the direction of how we gain access to materials? So, interesting subject there, Let's Chris. talk about that next week. Let's do that. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on while we're still here? No, no. If you want to go on over and watch Sumo's projects and Built by Chris on YouTube, please do so. Uh, we appreciate that as well, and um, we'll be we'll be right on back in front of the camera and uh, on your audio podcast as of next week. So until that time, I'll sign off by saying, "Hooroo," and I'll say, "Bye for now." Smudged everything. It's I don't want to play anymore.